There's nothing like working an almost 15-hour day, making the first turn out of the parking lot, fine, making the second turn from that street, and getting blocked by a passing train, only to come home and find out that the podcast you recorded yesterday was corrupted and you have to re-record it. What the fuck is this day? This day can kiss my ass. But I must forge on. I must re-record. And here we are. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Like I said, the podcast I had already recorded was corrupted, was not able, it didn't download, didn't save, nothing. Uh, So here we are again. Uh, to cover the NFC South. I will be doing back-to-back tonight, so I'm going to do NFC South. And that, pardon, the next one will be the NFC East. So, holy fuck. Jesus Christ, I got the burps. Oh, that is very unprofessional. That is very unprofessional. But, uh, so we're going to pound these out real quick. Um, I'm going to do this one as fast as I possibly can. Uh, it'll be short, sweet, simple. Don't worry about it. We'll end up coming back again later this summer. And then the other one is going to be just as short and sweet. I'm hoping to keep these somewhere between 36 and 45 minutes. 36, that was really fucking like pinpoint. 35, 45 minutes, somewhere in there. So since I've already wasted almost three minutes, we need to get going. And we will start in Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons, led by quarterback Matt Ryan. This is a new offense with Arthur Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, the former offensive coordinator from Tennessee. Oh my God, is this how this shit's gonna go? Oh fuck! And offensive coordinator, corner uh, coordinator Dave Ragone. Um, Matt Ryan leads him at quarterback. Uh, we do have. Still have uh, Julio Jones rumors. Nothing has happened yet, so we are going to go through this as if he is still on the team. Um, but we will talk about what I think will happen to the offense if he is traded. Uh, Matt Ryan, not really high on him. It just keeps falling kind of back and back. I like it. I'm okay with him real late in the drafts if Julio Jones stays, but since we pretty much know that he is going to be gone, um, I'm going to back away from him. So two quarterback leagues, I think he's still okay as your second quarterback, but as far as a one quarterback league, I am going to be off of him. Uh, Running back, uh, this is a fucking travesty. Um, Mike Davis is going to be your lead back for now, 
did well with Carolina, but remember, he did not have a very good uh, yard per carry average. While with Carolina, I'm hoping to get those stats put out sometime by the end of this month uh, for the last three years for all these players. Uh, Cadre Allison and Tony Brooks-James are behind him, and then uh, undrafted free agent rookies Javian Hawkins and Caleb Huntley. Hawkins is up again in ADP. I don't know why everybody's kind of really hopping on him. Um, I do like him. He's more of a third down type back, um, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to be able to carry really carry the load uh, long term here. So um, we'll take a look at the ADP as far as best ball drafts. I think I'm, I'm better with him than I am with regular redraft leagues. Uh, Dynasty leagues, I'm not really on him as well. Although he did make the uh, look out for these guys at the end of the list, which I'm going to have an update uh, going out this weekend. So um, <clears throat> so we have Julio Jones on the one side at wide receiver, Calvin Ridley on the other, uh, Russell Gage in the slot. And we're going to get to that one too. Uh, like Cal- Calvin Ridley a lot better if Julio Jones is there, uh, being more of the quote-unquote second guy. Uh, but we do know that he is the top wide receiver in this offense. Uh, Russell Gage I am completely off of if Julio Jones stays. And there's one good reason for that. Julio Jones, I like him. Uh, Fourth-round guy, I'd probably be happier with him in the fifth. But I think, really, when you think about it, fourth round, it's not too bad. I wouldn't want to make him my top wide receiver uh, drafted. But um, do not hate the spot that he's going in. So now we have tight end Kyle Pitts, and then you also have Hayden Hurst. Now Kyle Pitts is the guy that everybody wants, the rookie out of Florida. Um what you're going to see here in this offense, regardless if Julio is there or not, is that Kyle Pitts is going to be moved into kind of more of that move tight end spot. He's going to slip into the slot out there. So if Julio is there, you're going to have Julio and Ridley on the outside. You're going to see a split at times uh, with Russell Gage and Kyle Pitts in the slot. I doubt they're going to go four wide. Uh, that'd be really kind of ballsy on there. Uh, but Hayden Hurst would be the guy who'd kind of get left in the block um, when they go with the two tight end sets. So Kyle Pitts is definitely the guy uh, we'd be more interested in there. Uh, defense, of course, we are not touching. Uh, let's get in here. Where is Mr. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan, where are you? Uh, comes in at QB 13, so he is the lead of the QB 2s, pick 96. Uh, so you're looking at about eighth round in there. Uh, most drafts, he's probably going to drop somewhere in about 11 and 12, kind of like last year when I grabbed him uh, in one of my leagues. Um, you're going to see quite a bit farther drop on there. Now, now i got to find Mike Davis. Okay, Mike Davis comes in as RB25, so he's the head of the RB3s. Uh, coming in at about uh, pick 60, so that's the end of round 5. So you're looking at about 5-6 turns, somewhere in there. I think it's fine to take a shot in and on him there. He could ultimately end up as, say, a low-end RB2, uh, high-end RB3. So that's about right. That's about right for him. Um, let's see the guys behind him. Yeah, next guy is the undrafted free agent, Javian Hawkins. RB63, pick 217. So most most drafts, you'd never even see him 
uh, whatsoever. Let's see if anybody think. Yeah, Kadre Allison, RB85. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's really on anybody except for Mike Davis and Hawkins. Wide receivers. We're looking at Calvin Ridley coming in as a wide receiver six. That is pick 21 overall. Uh, so he's uh, right in the middle of the wide receiver ones. Uh, back end back end of the second round I think is perfectly fine there. Uh, like I said, I would prefer to have Julio there. Uh, for Calvin Ridley, take some of the sh- you know, take some of the attention off of him, uh, but he is fully capable of being the guy that can uh, lead this Atlanta Atlanta Hawks Atlanta Falcons pass offense. Julio Jones comes in at wide receiver sixteen, so as wide receiver uh, two, uh, pick forty four. So he is definitely going going right in the middle of round four. I think that's fine. Now, he is going in front of guys like Amari Cooper, uh, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, going behind guys like C.D. Lamb, Mike Evans, and Robert Woods. So it's going to really come down to the grouping that he is in, uh, whether or not you're going to want to take a shot on him or if you're going to find a guy that you like more. Uh, do want to see where Russell Gage is going. If Julio Jones is gone, Russell Gage, of course, would slip to the outside. Uh, from time to time, I think you'd also see Olamide Zakisis opposite there. He'd be more of the long-range target here. Russell Gage comes in at wide receiver 59, pick 159. So, yeah, still not a guy that we're really interested in. Uh, Kyle Pitts is incredibly inflated, uh, especially for a rookie. We know... Remember what we always talk about. Tight ends take a little bit longer to develop. Uh, He is a better tight end than most that come out of the NFL draft, but Travis Kelsey was also a high-end tight end pick, and he didn't do much his first year as well. Comes in at tight end four, pick 56. So you're looking uh, towards the end of the fifth round. It seems a bit high to me. Uh, He is going still in front of Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson. I like Hawkinson this year. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Logan Thomas also finish out behind him. So I'm probably going to let somebody go ahead and take Kyle Pitts, and I will just continue to draft my tight end late. Carolina Panthers offense, we do like that Sam Darnold has been traded into this Matt Rule offense with Joe Brady. Uh, Sam Darnold. He is still very, very cheap uh, in best ball drafts, which is cool because uh, we have a lot of like for this offense now that we got Christian McCaffrey back. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey, of course, is your number one overall at running back and overall player in fantasy drafts. Uh, Chuba Hubbard should end up being his primary backup. Now, uh, we'll watch this during training camp. He should be able to... Uh, secure that role. I would probably still grab him super late in a draft uh, as a handcuff for Christian McCaffrey. Um, but you have to be a little bit you have to be a little bit cautious with him. Not have great you know high expectations. He is a very fast wide receiver, but like I said, he runs in a complete straight line. He runs completely upright, which means he's going to get fucking leveled at some point. And I hope that. It happens in training camp so that he can learn from that and get himself lower. Otherwise, he is going to be fucked. 
wide receivers, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson on the outside, and then you should expect to see one rookie, Terrace Marshall, in the slot from LSU. We like Terrace Marshall. He was the better. He was the best wide receiver for LSU this last season. Um, definitely, you know, was a shadow to uh, Jamar Chase the previous year when they won the national championship. But I do like the kid. He is very good. He can rotate inside and outside just as well as Robbie Anderson can. Um, but we do like Robbie Anderson a little bit because of his connection with Sam Darnold. Uh, with the New York Jets. So uh, this, I believe, is also a contract year for Robbie Anderson, so that's something to keep an eye on. Tight ends, you're going to basically have Dan Arnold there being the only guy uh, of any salt that maybe you can take a look at in deeper drafts, like if you did a two-tight end draft, of course, um, maybe taking a shot on him, but in regular one-tight end leagues, we're not touching him. We may, we may uh, take a look at him uh, in DFS this year, uh, but that's pretty much going to be about it. Sam Darnold comes in at QB 26, so he is still outside QB 2s. He's le- uh, the second of the QB 3s. Uh, pick 166 right behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I'm surprised has not moved up oh he has moved up he has moved up quarterbacks have started to go a little bit quicker um so sam sam darnold is really a sleeper if you draft two quarterbacks in a in a two qb league you can grab him as a second uh quarterback you don't want him as your lead quarterback want to see how he develops in this offense uh but my expectations are he should be pretty damn good christian mccaffrey do we really need to talk about it he's the one one He's the one one. We're not going to move off of him. Okay, that's pretty much it. Now I will give you the Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard comes in at running back fifty five, pick one fifty seven. So we should actually right now you'd be able to secure him super super late, super late. Get him in the last round if you want to. Wide receivers. DJ Moore comes in at wide receiver nineteen. Pick 49, so right at the beginning of the fifth round, uh, he is one of the mid-range wide receiver twos. I kind of I like that spot. He is going right behind Chris Godwin, going right ahead of Deontay Johnson and Adam Thielen. So uh, we do know that DJ Moore has had some trouble getting uh, touchdowns here, um, but this defense still isn't quite where it needs to be, so I do expect... Carolina to have to pass a little bit more than most teams. So I am just fine with DJ Moore. Now, if you wanted to wait later in your drafts, you can go after Robbie Anderson, who comes in at wide receiver 35. So the back end of the wide receiver threes, pick 84. So you're looking at about uh, 7-8 turn right in there. Uh, That's a perfect spot if you want to wait. Grab him as a possible uh, upside wide receiver two. Terrace Marshall is a guy that we will not be drafting in regular leads, but in, ba- in uh, best ball, I am absolutely fine with it. Wide receiver 68, pick 193. Dan Arnold. I'm going to have to go way down here to find Dan Arnold. There he is. Tight end 32, picked 268. So not a guy that, like I said, not a guy for regular redraft leagues uh, that you really want to get involved with. 
Um, if anybody's thinking, you know, startup dynasty, I probably wouldn't take a shot on him at all. Um, he is a bit older. He's got a God, he's got to be four. He's got to be at least six years in the league by now. I'll have to look that one up, but he's not a spring chicken, not a spring chicken whatsoever. New Orleans Saints. All right. What are we doing at quarterback? Is it Taysom Hill? Is it Jameis Winston? I don't fucking know. So guess what? I'm not taking a shot here. Best ball only. Let's not fuck around here. All right. Get your quarterback before you'd ever get to one of these guys. And smile and live to see another day. Okay. Running backs, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. Kamara is having a tendency to drop in drafts uh, towards the back end of the first round. Um, He should still be a first-round pick. It's just where he's going to go with the clusterfuck that is, you know, the RB1s. He has tremendous upside. We love Alvin Kamara. Uh, But we do have some worries with either Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston in this offense. Um, Taysom Hill just... Never fucking threw to him last year, which was a big problem. Now they've, you know, they'll have a whole off season to correct that. Um, and Jameis Winston really has not been a dump off guy. He's been more of a down the field, mid range uh, type thrower. So um, I'm going to tread with some caution on him. Uh, draft him wherever you feel comfortable. For now, Latavius Murray, though, yes, definitely handcuff. He's probably better as a handcuff than a. He's better than a handcuff, probably as an RB four. But uh, more than likely, you're grabbing him as a handcuff or fucking somebody out of a handcuff. Uh, your top two wide receivers that should start on the outside would be Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith. Now, when they go three wide, Smith should go into the slot, and then you should see either Deontay Harris or Marquez Callaway on the outside. For now, I'm giving the nod, the bump to Deontay Harris. But Deontay Harris does do a lot of uh, return work as well, so that could be the reason why Marcus Callaway could end up stealing that spot. Really not on either, except for maybe at DFS at some times. Uh, Traquan Smith, eh, second-to-last pick of your draft maybe type guy, and then Michael Thomas has fallen. I believe right now he's a third-round pick. We'll look at it. Uh, it's actually incredible value. I'll take him as a wide receiver one still. I mean, he should be good with Taysom Hill. Hopefully he does not get injured. Um, but he should be okay with Taysom Hill. He should be even really good with Jameis Winston because you should treat him like Mike Evans, and that's kind of my thought on that. So you could get an incredible upside wide receiver one in the third round. Um, but let's go ahead and let's take a look at the ADPs. Oh, New Orleans defense, I am not doing. I am not doing them whatsoever. Um, I'm kind of in stay-away mode, and you know how well, how much I've liked them. It's kind of a sleeper defense for the last few years. So uh, if I'm worried about it, I think you should be worried about it. They do have a decent pass rush. Um, but their secondary leaves much to be desired, in my opinion. In my opinion. Uh, quarterbacks. Let's see. Jameis Winston is actually the first one off the board at QB 28, pick 173. Taysom goes as QB 32, 
uh, pick 204. Best balls, um, super flex. Um, you can take a shot on them. Um, if you do a real, real, like, 16-team, like, super flex type thing, um, it, even if, ja- let's say, Jameis Winston wins the starting role, you could draft Jameis, and then you could draft Taysom Hill. Um, and I think you'd be completely fine, because even if you had your other quarterback, uh, let's say he was on a bye week, right? So you had... Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill left. I, you could roll with them for one week like that too, because um, Taysom will will steal some carries. He will be involved in the offense one way or another, even if he doesn't secure the number one job. Alvin Kamara comes in at RB three, third overall. Uh, so no drop, no drop yet. But uh, some of the drafts that I have seen, Alvin, I have seen Alvin Kamara. Uh, really fall down in those drafts towards the back end of the first round. So we need to just be aware that that can happen. Um, and if you're in the back end of the first round, are you going to take them? Or are you going to be scared like everybody else? Don't be a scared little bitch. Come on. Michael Thomas comes in wide receiver nine. So he's still in the wide receiver one conversations. Uh, pick 31 overall. So like I said, uh, about a mid-range three. And that is fantastic value. Do not pass him up there unless I tell you not to. Of course. Um, here's Trey Quan. Wide receiver 72. Pick 200. See? Back into your draft. Back into your draft. That's going to be the best possibility. Uh, he's It's a make or break season. If he doesn't fucking do it this year. Um, he's up shit creek without a paddle. Can't believe I didn't talk about tight end. Uh, Adam Troutman is going to be your starting tight end there. Now they did bring Nick Vanette in, but he is going to be more of a blocking tight end. Uh, as long as he makes the team here, let's see where Troutman is going. Adam Troutman going as tight end twenty, pick one sixty five. So he is back end of the tight end two discussion. And if you want. I will tell you the New Orleans Saints are coming in as the defense number 12. I don't like them. I'd rather do Kansas City, uh, Denver Broncos in there. So uh, even the New York Giants, man, at defense 18. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the next one. Come on, D-Roy. we got to just keep fucking moving, you stupid son of a bitch. Um, let's see here. Where are we now? Where are we now? Oh, the... Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm. led by one old motherfucking Tom Brady. Guess who backs up old motherfucking Tom Brady? Semi-old motherfucking Blaine Gabbert. Goddamn right. That son of a bitch is still in the league. Kyle Trask being the third quarterback of this group here. Uh, still a lot of talk that Kyle Trask will never take even have an opportunity to take that starter's job, I think that is false. A lot of your quote-unquote experts, they don't like the fact that Kyle Trask can't run. You can't have a quarterback that can't run. You can't have a quarterback that can't run. He can't just rely on reading defenses and being really good at the fucking position. 
He can't do that. He's got to run. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. If, if there's one quarterback that Kyle Trask, like, one quarterback in the whole fucking NFL that he just fell completely right into the right spot, it's right here with fucking Tom Brady, the guy who can't fucking run at all. Jesus Christ. I'm tired of that shit. Running backs, are we going to dip in here? You going to dip in here? Really? You want to figure it out between Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, and Giovanni Bernard? <laughs> Fuck no. No. Get your running backs early so you don't have to get into that fucking clusterfuck. Wide receivers, you're looking at Mike Evans and Chris Godwin again on the outside. Antonio Brown did sign his contract. Uh, One-year deal. He should line up in the slot in front of Scotty Miller, although Scotty Miller will be in there from time to time. And then, of course, you got your tight ends. Rob Gronkowski. O.J. Howard. Cameron Brait. And the real deal, Tanner Hudson. I joke. I joke. I joke. I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's go. Let's fucking go, D-Roy. Let's find out where these guys are going. Find out where they're going. Uh, Tom Brady coming in at QB8, pick 72. Uh, so back end of the sixth round. Really? Really? That's a bit too fucking high. I'd only take Tom Brady if he was in the double-digit rounds. You'd never take him in round six. You fucking take him in round six, you're fucking dumb. You're just dumb. You should just quit. Just fucking quit. Because you are really fucking dumb. All right. Moving to the running back position. We'll look at Ronald Jones first. He should be the lead back in this offense. Uh, RB30. So he is going about mid-range RB3. Uh, pick 77. So he's going right in the seventh round there. Leonard Fournette is not that far behind him. Coming in at RB32, pick 82. So five picks right behind him there. Uh, just for shits and giggles, let's see where Giovanni Bernard is going. He's going as an RB61, pick 187. So only way that's going up is if Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette get hurt. Wide receivers, Mike Evans comes in at wide receiver 14. So he is second... Uh, he would be the second man right behind C.D. Lamb as the lead our, uh, wide receiver twos. Comes in at pick 41, so right towards the beginning of the fourth round. I think that's fine value for him. Uh, Chris Godwin comes in as he, and he took a huge hit, right? Um, wide receiver 18, so he's still a wide receiver two. About middle middle range wide receiver two pick forty seven so right at the back end of the fourth round I take a shot on him I'm just saying I'm just saying he's going right in front of DJ Moore Deontay Johnson right behind Amari Cooper and Julio Jones it's gonna be hard man he's younger than Julio Jones it's another fucking contract year with that franchise tag so it's boomer bust time man if he wants to get fucking paid he's gonna have to do it this year. Antonio Brown, he'd be the last guy that we'll look at here for wide receivers. He comes in at wide receiver 46, pick 114. So back end wide receiver four. I think that's fine. Where is he going around? Uh, let's see. We got 
LaVisca Chennault, Jarvis Landry, Jalen Waddell, the rookie, right in front of him. Uh, Devontae Parker, Michael Gallup, and Corey Davis right behind him. I would probably take Corey Davis in front of him and probably Michael Gallup, to be honest. Might take a shot on him. Nah, I'd probably take Corey Davis. Mike Williams is back there, too. Maybe a Marvin Jones for Jacksonville. Uh, tight ends. We got a plenty of them. Let's see where they're going. Robert Gronkowski comes in at tight end 17. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Pick 145, so right at the back end of your draft. O.J. Howard, tight end 28. Pick 211. Uh, definitely not going to be a guy that we're going to look at, I guess. And do we have any more Tampa tight ends? <sighs> Cameron Brait. Comes in at tight end 56, pick 408. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of course, you're not drafting him. I wouldn't even take him in fucking best ball. Um, O.J. Howard being back is really cluster fucking that up. So, really, I'm not focusing on any of the tight ends or running backs uh, for this offense. It's just the wide receivers and the quarterback if he falls. Defense for Tampa Bay comes in as... Defense number three. They've earned it. I mean, looked really good in the playoffs. Not all that great during the year. I don't know why everybody's so huge on them, but um, coming into this year, I mean, they did get all the pieces back. I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's a bit high. It's a bit high. It's a bit high. I think I'll just find a sneaky, sneaky defense. But that's it. That's the NFC South. Uh, just wanted to run through that one quick. We got that one done. So now I'm going to let you guys go. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and sneak out, go grab a smoke, come back and do the NFC East just before I fucking go to bed. So until then, have a good one. Talk to you in about five fucking minutes. This thing only went fucking half an hour. I am good as fuck.